here with some trainees at the NPOD meeting, and I'm with Melanie Shapiro at University of Florida, Denise Rotar, University of Florida, Leanna Peters, University of Florida, Victoria Cruz from Miami, University of Miami, Becca Davidson, University of Michigan, and Chai Rao, Indiana University. We have one exit. But so we wanted just to ask you, what do you think is the freshest um, and most interesting new data that you've heard so far? And there's still talks to come. I would say maybe um, Victoria. the implication of uh, the CODIS technology. That was interesting. That's it's still coming out so we can, you know, have a special uh, understanding on what's going on in like, the microenvironment. Yeah. So I think that could make an impact in the future. Like understanding, you know, the crosstalk of all the different cells, you know, what's happening. I think that would be pretty cool having, you know, uh, like 40 or more antibodies where you can label and see what's happening. Could be, you know, you can apply the treatment and then see it after, like how your treatment affects, or even like at different stages, different ages. We can answer a lot of questions. That's, yeah, that's an excellent point. Um, and it will open doors and access for people too. I think the whole idea of open science, team science, you know, is really a good one. I mean, especially in some a complex disease, right? It just it just asks for it for interdisciplinary eyes to look at you know different data sets um what did you guys think about the tcr data uh repo that's been developing uh doc you know todd brusco and um aaron michaels have been highly involved in that and getting that off the ground and really you know getting it up into the air i think liana you have some experience with it yeah, yeah, we both do. I, I think it's really awesome uh, that everyone is willing to share all their data. Some people have different expertise in terms of being able to suss out those antigen-specific cells, and if they can have a repository for the rest of us to dig into our own data, pull those out, and then use them for our own, you know, whether it be experimental or just validation in other data sets and other tissues, I think that's extremely valuable. Yeah, it is. Melanie, do you want to... Oh, I, I agree with everything Lana already said, um, but I think even uh, beyond that, I, I know that there are people outside of the type 1 diabetes field that have been mining the data, so I think that it's it's good to kind of get it out there to also computational people who might have expertise that um, would be able to approach this in maybe a different way than all of us internally have been approaching it. Yeah, that's really a great... Um perspective because people like Victor Greif and the ImmunML team, they have like a, to a totally different lens. You know, it's almost like agnostic lens on the field. And so they're, they're going to come at it from a different perspective and perhaps like open a door. And how about, uh, what are you thinking? So I thought I had two sessions in mind. The novel, yeah, okay. So the novel uh, therapeutic techniques, I thought the use of small activating RNAs with PDO1, the, having the effector and the targeting molecule, I thought that was like a whole nice system that they used. I thought that was really interesting. So I'm personally studying PDO1 in um, beta cells and the effect on the immune cells. So I thought that was a very cool technique, which I didn't know before. And also like the slice program, like the heterogeneity, what they saw, you know, the um, drawbacks, the advantages of, you know, using that technology. I thought that was a really learning technique and a learning you know, curve for us to use. Yeah, and opens the door for collaborative purposes, too. You can call them and see if, you know, they're willing to share. Oh, hi. Hi, Jacob. Sorry, I, Thanks I, for joining I, us. 
We just were asking, you know, the group, what um, did you, what have you felt has been the, the freshest data and the most informative uh, for you and what your work? You can think about that. Maybe I'll go to bed. Yeah, well, I'm actually quite new to the type 1 field, so this is all pretty new for me, but I was really interested in the pancreatic slice. Also. I think that opens up a lot of doors mm-hmm. uh, to, to do a lot of more, more experiments that are that we couldn't previously do, and we can find a lot more information. Do, do you find that your labs are more, um, are really honed in on sort of in their lane, you know, like what we do? We do TCR, we do, you know, immunology. Okay, we do, you know, histology, pathology, we do tissue, you know, we do beta cells. Or, or is there a chance to, you know, kind of cross-pollinate outside of meetings where you go to another laboratory that's, you know, say like a beta cell, person goes to a you know t-cell receptor lab and kind of like learns cross-pollinates maybe just for a little period of time and then comes back with this fresh ideas is there anything like that in existence right now I mean, yes. if I may add, like, I think it depends on where your project takes you. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, our lab is mainly beta cell focused, and now I'm moving to, you know, seeing the interaction between immune cells. So, I'm, like, now I'm, like, looking into, because I'm not an immunologist, so I'm, like, learning more stuff about from the sessions like that. So, I feel, I guess, personally, it depends on where your project takes you. And I think that's where, you know, then we go, you know, attend these meetings, we reach out to people, see what tools we can get, learn from them, and... Yeah. I don't know about other institutions, but we're pretty lucky that our Diabetes Institute is one floor, and we have people who are biomedical engineers, like, two floors down. So often we're able to, like, have collaborations where people can make, like, beta cell clusters, and then we can test our energy-specific T cells with them. Yeah, we don't know anything about each other's fields, but it's really nice to, like, appreciate each other's work. Yeah, University of Florida has that real... Um, bandwidth, I'd say, in terms of like the approaches for, for type 1. And I think speaking to Indiana University, we just recru- recruited John Piginelli, so it's like we have immunologists coming to our field, so I think that's where... He's so, loaded with good ideas. He is. Really, he is amazing. He's yeah. really a creative thinker. So that's great. Jacob, did you want, from University of Chicago, yeah. did you want to share? Yes, uh, so I guess your original question as far as something that was exciting that I got from... Um, yeah, fresh, conference. exciting. Mm-hmm. So I would say the targeted approaches for both the immune side and then the beta cell side. I think the now that we're moving towards personalized medicine and just mitigating off target effects and systemic delivery, that has been exciting. That that is the next focus that we're doing um, for for all the targets. Like I think we have a good idea on the immune side of what's it, and then obviously we're doing a lot more like. Uh, genome screenings and things to get even more targets, but we know what to hit. It's just how to hit it, I think, is what will be exciting. And then as far as uh, communication between different departments and and things like that, I think that because of the next generation of how science will be done, it is much a successful line. It communicates with everybody that you can on whatever arm of the project will be needed. Uh, whether it's engineering-wise or, or immune-related or based on focus, uh, and it's more and more common, so I think it's easy for us to do that. And I, like, you just literally send an email to—I feel like anybody in this room, 
and they will answer you. So I think the ease of access for collaboration is great. Yeah. Well, you know, like at the Sugar Science, the whole idea was to facilitate collaboration across borders and really appreciate everyone in the food chain's, you know, voice. Because who's to say that, you know, a graduate student might not have might have something really interesting to share or, you know, if they're connected with a, a keeping a leader, there may be some very interesting conversation. And just to sort of get out of people's lanes and, and have more openness. Um, and we've established, you know, that kind of, we have this, you know, digital library where people can kind of like, while you're doing a mini prep or whatever you're doing, you know, you can like listen to that and um, think about it and think about what somebody's doing, you know, at University of Exeter, for instance, and how that might apply to your, your situation. So I think, you know, that's there for you guys as a resource if you ever have the time or interest. But I do think that um, the, the really the freshest ideas, just to give you a little pat on the back, is going to come from your generation. The, this generation has so much access to the new tools and actually has their hands wet in them. So um, you have a lot of power there, and I think it's um, you're really poised to push to the next level. So thank you so much for all you're doing, and thanks for talking to us.